Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. He whispers to me the topic every day, at all times, randomly. Sometimes I'm walking like I am right now, out in nature. Sometimes it's when I'm uh, in the middle of worship and praise. Sometimes it's when I'm on my way to an appointment or running an errand. He leads my life. So when he tells me to record for you, I stop what I'm doing. And I take that time to share with you good news from him, truth from him, scriptures from him, real science, real stories to help empower you to find happiness from within, to not give up today, tomorrow, not ever. Sometimes I share music with you that I've created that he's inspired through me, um, or songs that I've learned along the journey to keep me sane and uh, to bring laughter. Laughter is really important to help with your mental health. So uh, I was I was doing some worship this morning and connecting people as I am good at doing that. Uh, the Lord has gifted me since I was a little girl, I knew it, uh, with bringing people together. You might have been told things or your parents might have been told things from other adults that you spent time with as, as a child and they helped to shape you and edify you into what you're good at by speaking life into you. And uh, my Sunday school teacher when I was three years old told my mom a little story about these girls that were new to the Sunday school program and I wanted to make sure they felt included. Now I was a mute child. I didn't speak in groups outside of the household. I was uh, not speaking a lot in the house either. I was the youngest in my family and a Christian household, but a lot of yelling growing up, a lot of arguing from the parents and they learned to change their behavior based on how it impacted us as kids. And that Sunday school teacher had told my mom that I made sure those girls felt included in the Sunday school group. And I grabbed their hands and I pulled them to the circle to make sure they didn't feel left out. Kids are wholesome. Kids can be rotten. <laughs> kids are all kinds of things. It's the job of adults and older children to shape kids. It's the job of adults to protect children. And we learn a lot about this. We learn a lot about our values and virtues in our households and through spiritual settings. If you have a religious practice, if you choose not to, and that's your freedom. And we respect that at Aaron Nicole Ministries, our nonprofit arm for veterans and first responders. I'm a veteran spouse. And, uh, if you're one of the many families that has been impacted in America and around the world by the polarization of our government, you're not alone. Um, I married my husband last March, and after 19 days of marriage, 
They had completely destroyed my nonprofit ministry that the Lord assigned to me by causing division on my team by committing espionage because I've been in this three-year contest, first in history. So there's been a lot of money at stake. And people paid a lot of money to have somebody else win this contest, but the Lord had assigned it to me in 2018. So when I married my husband, who had protected me in 2020, um, all of the security teams had chosen to work together. Half of them tried to cover up their trail, though, because what they were really doing was telling me that they were giving me protections, and they were trying to use me, an American citizen, as a spy to destroy President Trump's option to come back to the White House after they had stolen the election in 2020. I bring you nothing but the truth. There's lots of lies and deception in the world, but one thing, and one thing only remains true. The Lord above all lords, the creator of the universe, never changes. His truth remains through all generations, through all languages. And he told us through his son's example, Jesus Christ came down and showed us how to live. Showed us what's most important in life. To give up worldly possessions, to help the poor, to love him first, and to love our neighbors. When we simplify our lives... Life is a lot easier. The topic for this sermon is called My Body, His Temple. So what does that mean, that your body could be His temple? And the Lord lives and breathes within me. He lives and breathes within His children. Those who ask Him into their hearts... He is forever in our bodies. He is not able to be around sin, though. So in order for us to stay close with our Heavenly Father, the creator of the universe, what the rules are is that it's a relationship, like a healthy relationship with a parent. And you might have had terrible experiences growing up with your parents. I didn't have a perfect family. Nobody has a perfect family, but my parents did the best that they could in very difficult circumstances, and they believed that one parent should stay at home and raise the kids. Very old-school, traditional, Western society family. Mom homeschooled us. My oldest brother got sent into public school because he had some demons in him. Dad was gone all week. Like many military families, their fathers often Sometimes it's the mother, but sometimes it's both, but often it is the men that go, that get sent to war. My dad was a son of a World War II veteran. He chose not to join the military, but he still had a lot of those behaviors he had learned from growing up in a veteran household. I'm a granddaughter of a World War II veteran, both sides of the family. And dad was a very hard person to live with. Uh, what I remember in my earliest ages was that he would be fine with everything and then he would blow up randomly. That's not healthy. I believe my mom had had enough because she was raising her children as a single parent. He was providing financial means, which many parents do, many fathers do. They're the financial provider, but he had zero emotional intelligence when he would come home. He was depressed and he didn't admit it. He wasn't supported in society 
We've changed a lot. Our society and the world has changed a lot with the pandemic. A lot of people are starting to realize and wake up to the fact that mental health is a very important topic. A lot of people are waking up to the fact that men can be warriors, men can be fierce, they can be financial providers, and they also have a soft side, and that is perfectly acceptable. But when my dad was first learning to be a parent, the internet wasn't around. If it was, it wasn't accessible to the middle class. Um, I remember when the internet came out and was accessible and we had personal computer, Apple IIGS. <clears throat> I remember getting into public school as a sixth grader and I was 11 years old and learning from my teacher who used to be a computer specialist and then she became a classroom teacher, Miss Taylor. She was a really cool lady. She was the most popular teacher in the whole school. I learned that from my middle brother who had her co-teacher who's passed away in the last couple years, Miss Buster. But they shared their classes, they swapped. They were right next door neighbor teachers. <clears throat> Miss Buster was a little bit older than her. And when I was getting into public school, my brother was so excited for me because I got the, the one that he wanted to have. He had a tougher teacher. Standards were more rigorous. And uh, he did get to have her for, I think, science. They switched social studies and science. History is like social studies. And <clears throat> I remember Miss Taylor very specifically telling me to scroll. Make sure you're scrolling. That's how you get to the bottom of the page. I said, what does scroll mean? She was like, oh, this girl doesn't know anything about computers. I didn't know anything about computers. I didn't know the terminologies. I started learning and soaking it up. I started learning how far behind I was because I was a homeschool kid, because back then, parents were responsible for paying for the curriculums for their kids if they wanted to homeschool their children. A lot of laws have changed since then, especially with the pandemic, because all of a sudden parents were expected to be able to teach their kids at home. Parents were expected to have internet access at home. The pandemic impacted low-income families, middle-class, working poor families all around the world. It made the separation between the top 1% and the 99 bottom even worse. So how is that connected to my body, his temple? Well, there's a lot of it that's connected to it. In fact, if you know anything about biblical history, and I, I don't pretend to be a theologian, but what I do have is a, an incredible auditory memory. Long-term memory is very strong, and the Lord continues to heal my mind the more grateful I am and spend time with Him. And if you go into the Old Testament, I think it's in Genesis, it talks about the Tower of Babel. Now, this society was a very highly intelligent society. They had advanced technologies similar to what I believe we have today. History repeats itself. And, and this society believed that they didn't need God. They thought they could get to heaven without God. Now, God is all-knowing. 
the creator of the universe, the Lord above all lords, is all-knowing. And back then, there was a lot of different belief systems, um, just like there are today. A lot of division of people based on who you choose to worship, just like today. Or if you choose to not worship anything and just believe in science, and then when you, when you die, your body just helps replenish the earth. There's all kinds of people that believe in all kinds of things, and, and that's perfectly acceptable until... You choose to harm human beings using your belief system, especially children. We don't support that. At Move Happy, we don't support that at our nonprofit arm for veterans and first responders. We choose love. And uh, the Tower of Babel was at the beginning of the history of the division caused by God. He divided all the people into multiple languages. He caused confusion on purpose. He said, you don't want to worship me? You don't think that you need me in order to reach the heavens? You cannot, first of all, reach the heavens in the physical realm. And second of all, you do need me. The God that I worship, the Lord above all lords that I worship, that is in my body. My body is his temple. He is a jealous God. He's a very jealous God. He allows us to have free will for a certain amount of time. But when enough people are doing ridiculous things and thinking that they're getting away with it, thinking that they could hide it in private, like sacrificing of children, torturing of children in private on Epstein Island, nothing is hidden from the Lord above all lords. He is everywhere. He knows all things. He knows what you're going to plan 27,000 steps before you even execute any plans. So when he caused division, he created all the different languages in the world. And yet, he also set us all up for success if we choose to worship him regardless of all the division. So there are some things in the world that he has allowed as gifts for us to connect us. One of those things is music. It's a very powerful tool that could connect or cause division. Now, it was believed, <clears throat> and again, I'm not a theologian, but I listen to a lot of other spiritual leaders, and I have an auditory memory. So one of those sermons that I listened to from Joyce Myers, you should listen to her if you've never heard of her before. She's been doing ministry for, I think, 40 plus years. Very knowledgeable. She's got teams all over the world. She has a team of 900 people working for her because the Lord grew it. <clears throat> and in one of her sermons, she spoke about the devil. <clears throat> she said, we can't not talk about the devil, but we don't need to make him our only focus. But we do need to be aware of spiritual warfare and that there really is a devil and learn a little bit about him. Now, the creator of the universe created all things, including the enemy, the devil, Lucifer, some people call him Baphomet, Baal. Some people choose to worship him. He is a part of the created. He was an angel. There's a dog that's going to come out of the little hole in the fence. I've been around this corner. Oh, they fixed the hole. Nope, they didn't. <clears throat> so, the... Uh, 
Well, hello. Hello, baby. You look so sweet like a little teddy bear puppy. So the enemy was actually uh, what Joyce Myers believed and what a lot of theologians believe that she learned from was that he was a worship leader in in the heavens before he was banished to to earth, to, to rule the earth. He was the worship leader, and it was believed that his body had a bunch of instruments on it. That was his angelic body. He was very, he was the most beautiful of all the angels, or handsome, whatever you want to describe it. Now, he got so egotistical that he thought, similar to the people building the Tower of Babel, right, because history repeats itself, he thought he didn't need the creator of the universe. So he got a third of the angels to join forces with him, and think that they didn't need to worship the Creator. They got bored with worshiping the Creator. Or thought that they could create their own religion. Whatever. So the God that I serve, that lives and breathes within me, banished him to the earth and said, you get full dominion of the earth. You get to have all the riches in the earth and my people that are called by my name will hear my voice. My children will know my voice. Those that don't will worship you. And they will have eternal flames <clears throat> after they choose their lives on earth. And choose not to worship the Lord above all lords. That was the beginning of time. That was the creation of the first division, if you want to call it that. The God that I serve, that lives and breathes in my body, he created the enemy. So if God could be for us, and he loves us deeply when we worship him, no one, no one could be against us. If the worst competitor, the worst enemy in all dimensions was created from the Father. That means he has to have permission from the Father to harm us. He has to have permission from the Father to destroy us, to destroy our reputation. All things can be fixed if the Lord didn't give people permission. And that is what I have clung to in the last three years of the worst three years of my life. It's been the worst And it's also been the best because it has tested me and it has allowed me to be viewed very closely inspected from the top security people that protect all presidents of America, that are friends with all the top security people of all the top leaders around the world. I gave them full access when I entered the contest. In October of 2020, I found out I was nominated to be a mental health ambassador of America from an evil person that had tried her best to convince me that she was a PhD in ministry of my own faith. We are in the end times, people, whether you want to believe it or not. Her PhD was of divinity, so be on guard if anyone tells you they have a PhD in divinity. Be on guard if they have access to all the money in the world. I didn't think about it back then because I had been trying to grow this ministry this Move Happy movement since 2018 when the Lord clearly showed me my vision and my purpose. And I have leaned in and I've worked and I have hustled and I have been honorable paying my bills 
while growing this thing on the side without taking any business loans out because I wasn't eligible to do so because I came from a middle-class, working poor family. And I had been divorced from a man that faked being a Christian in order to marry me, lied to his children, lied to my father, lied to me for six months while we separated and worked on our relationship. Now, we didn't have the perfect relationship for four or five years prior to that. We cohabitated and did things backwards. I've taken full ownership of my past. And the Lord still was able to use me and still called me to a very, very powerful position and has been growing me over the last three years. And I've been patient. It's really been five and a half years because he called me into this position before I moved across the nation in 2018 when he showed me my vision after I had called the suicide hotline when I had a birth control implant that had completely separated my rational thought in my body. But the Lord lives and breathes in me. My body is his temple. And in my most weakest point in life, this is what I want you to hear. This is me being authentic with you. I have no reason to lie to you about anything. In my most weakest point, he was my strength. I reached out for help. I was so grateful that the suicide hotline back then, it was a 1-800 number, was available. Because I had, the year prior was... Uh, 20, late 2016, my dad died, and I worked in a psychiatric hospital, and I created five alternative therapies there, three group and two one-on-one. One of them, my high school choir teacher, Mr. Krauss, helped me develop it for the patients, performing arts therapy. And I had been featured in the Washington State Employee newsletter sent to 119,000 employees. I had earned a promotion. My boss told me no one in 30 years was ever even interviewed for without a state license and therapy. I broke every single rule in the books because I added so much value they couldn't ignore it. And I was given a promotion and then they stole my promotion because legislators voted against mental health supportive services. I gave so much value to that hospital. They didn't give a shit. And they didn't work there. I didn't complain. I left the hospital. My brother advised me because people started emailing me questions about where I was at. What device was I using? They tried to steal it, table it, and cost me a promotion that only gave me $12,000 more a year. They didn't understand my value, but the Lord did. The U.S. Marine veteran that was my patient in the program told me I would be speaking on stages with Tony Robbins Pastor Joel Osteen, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Joyce Myers, Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey, he told me this is bigger than this hospital. Don't you dare stop sharing this message, this move happy movement. I've seen it grow. I've seen you take the feedback of the patients. Don't you dare give up. And it was his voice that the Lord reminded me of on that suicide hotline call. That is what it means. To have your body be the temple for the Lord above all lords. These flies, I didn't put any perfume on. 
These flies are trying to distract me. Lord, I need you to banish all of these flies away from me because I am speaking your word and your truth and your word is more powerful than any distractions of the enemy. Thank you, Father. Thank you. It's funny, they all flew away. The Lord is in charge of my life. The Lord has kept me alive for 37 plus years. The Lord has allowed me to create 52 alternative therapies in my life so far. And in the last three years of this contest, when these evil people of the Epstein Island that have been around for 1,600 years, okay, they've been doing this sacrificing of children for a long time, a lot longer than we first heard word about it. They tried their best to trick me into giving up all of my intellectual properties by bullying me, including a song that I had written for all people struggling with depression during the pandemic in 2020 for World Mental Health Day. They tried to steal everything that belongs to me, but nothing can be stolen from a child of the Most High King without his permission. So far, as I record this on October 3rd, 2023, I've created 97 songs since October 2020. Nobody fucks with a child of the Most High King. And yeah, I said the word fuck. Get over it. He uses all people of all backgrounds, of all socioeconomic statuses, all genders, and all the rules that the churches have told you over hundreds and hundreds of generations, and they've changed it over time. Don't be blindsided. None of those things are important. What's most important is to choose the love of the Father. But when enough people are so distracted by rules instead of having a true relationship with him, that is when he gets fed up and he starts destroying people through plagues, through diseases, through famine, and through wars. We are in World War III. America has been in a civil war for a while now through cyber warfare. As soon as the invention of the smart device came out and people were bought out at the top level selling our information because they didn't know who we were, similar to the legislators that took my job away from me after I already was working it and tried to say that I never even earned it. They cost 60 people their jobs. Waste of time, energy, hiring power, manpower, just disgraceful that's what division causes but the Lord above all Lords uses it all and in order for his story to be true and powerful I had to go through that frustrating thing back then 2016 was when I worked at the hospital late 2016 to 2017 I was only there 12 months The Lord was able to use that amount of time to set me up for a win to help 1.56 billion people worldwide with depression. That's my calling. Using my gifts, being myself. You can do that too. There is nothing that is impossible for your life if you allow the Lord to lead it. 
He's caused people to be good to me of all faith systems, even people that don't practice any level of religion. When he called me to this purpose, it was very clear that we would have an annual event. I didn't have the name for it yet, but I knew that it was going to be an event to help people with depression using a variety of religions, using a variety of musicians, musical genre style preferences, public speakers speaking hope to help people not give up. And in the last uh, few weeks, he gave me the name of our annual tour. And it's in alignment with the branding. I choose love. That's how I've chosen to live my life. It's the love tour. And you can listen to that uh, sermon for a little more details. My body. His temple. I'm working on purging all of the poison, all of the dark, all of the anger out of me. Because he can't be near me when... Let me rephrase that. There's a difference between a righteous anger and I'm frustrated at the world kind of thing. Righteous anger is where you are angry at the people that are harming the children of the world. And that gives you that fire under your butt to, to get up off your ass and to start fighting for a good cause. Right? That's... That's a holy righteous anger. You're allowed to have that. Where it stops us, though, is if we are angry at everybody and everything because all we are doing is grumbling and complaining. So you have to be selective with your emotions. You have to learn how to regulate your emotions. Now, some people have had great trainings, experiences growing up in open communicative households where you learned healthy ways to identify different emotions. I didn't. I grew up in a household where we were walking on eggshells because dad would blow up randomly and he was violent. And he learned that from his father, World War II veteran. I bring you nothing but the truth. It's hard. In the military, at first they were probably frustrated at me speaking that. But I bring... How you doing, hon? Yeah, uh, thank you, hon. Uh, my male person. I bring you the truth because war destroys a lot of lives and it impacts a lot of lives. But it also is necessary to remove evil and poison of the world. Now, war brings a lot of drops. I was added to the military without any contracts. They used me as a spy over the last three years. They didn't tell me that. I figured it out. It's my uncle. He's an American citizen now. He's been contributing to the music in America for decades. Very professional opera singer. And he told me. He said, Aaron, I read books. I'm very well read. You know I love America. I said, I know you do. He said, they used spies in the 30s and 40s. They used musicians as spies in the military. It's written in the history books. History repeats itself. Now, I haven't gotten paid yet, but I know they will pay me. I love, I love that the Lord allowed me to be added to the military as a spy. (laughs) 
that proves that you can learn from TV shows <laughs> and movies. I didn't grow up with a lot of time watching television. A little bit. Um, I was mostly out and about hanging with friends growing up. Um, when I was homeschooled, though, um, we had school for about half the day, and we'd either go out and visit Grandma, or we'd go out and visit one of my mother's friends and do arts and crafts or this or that, or go to our homeschool group, go to the YMCA, or I got a couple hours of TV. And uh, when I was uh, being protected in 2020 from my hero, who became my husband last year, he asked me what shows did I watch. I said, well, it was a lot of reruns. Older shows, we didn't pay for cable, you know. He says, no, of course not. We had it, I think, for one year, and then my parents were like, nope, let's cut that expense. So I watched Little House on the Prairie. I was, uh, every day I watched The Price is Right with the old, um, the original host, Bob Barker. Uh, Matlock was on, and Murder, She Wrote. I watched a lot of those, those kind of spy, you know, American, um, I don't know what category you'd call mystery, I guess. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, you'd be a great spy. I said, really? Huh, okay. And then we left it at that, and we never talked about it again. What I didn't realize is the whole team, all of them, they've been using me to just see how bad America is with all these deep state people. It's been very frustrating, but it's also been cool because I'm like, oh, my God, the Lord could use me. Uh, he told me, no, the Lord, he whispers things to me at different times. Sometimes it's in my journal. Sometimes it's him just that that little quiet, still, small voice. And he told me that one of, one of the eternal spirits that lives within me, he gifted to me, is the spirit of Joan of Arc. I didn't know too much about her. I've done a sermon on her, so you can go listen. Or I read the history online about her. She, she was a martyr for the Catholic Church. At first, though, they burned her at the stake by mistake. They thought she was a witch. Because even the the church back then, they misunderstood the, the power of the spiritual realm. Spiritual warfare is real. And she believed she had spirits and visions from the Lord above all lords. She fought in the military in the 1400s. She was invited when women were not allowed to fight in wars. But she had spiritual gifts. And the Lord has given me spiritual gifts as well. So I think it's the coolest thing. I never know when he shares things with me. He never overwhelms his children. He gives us just enough information to prove his goodness, to prove his authority. And in the last three years, I even, I think it impressed my hero of 2020. He was very surprised when he reconnected to me towards the end of 2021. I had launched Darren Nicole Ministries uh, from Homelessness. And we had all these TV shows showing up, previous Super Bowl performer, guest singer, NFL, keynote speaker, former NFL, I should say, Reggie Walker, super cool guy. Um, they even started attacking his technologies, caused division in his family. They threatened to kill his family, so I let the powers that be know that to look out for him, because he's one of my people. Um, anybody that was helping my story that they decided they didn't want. They either tried to buy out all of my associations. This is the deep state. Illuminati. CCP. Could be all three. Could be one of three. Don't know. Not my job to know. That's the military's job. 
my job is just to speak the truth and to speak love. I'm a connector. I'm an entertainer. And I love America. I love families. I love bringing families together. That's being a child of the Most High King and protecting children. That's our job. That is our job as adults. I would love to be a mother to children one day if the Lord would allow me to give birth. But when I got married to my husband last year, he asked to retire from his job of protecting presidents of America. And they instead decided they wanted to kill him and me. But I married the best man. So we had to live separately without any communications. And they were tracking everybody that was trying to harm the person he protects. He never told me who he protected, but I believe he protects President Trump because of what my uncle told me, and history repeats itself. He wasn't braggadocious. He was the most humble man, honorable man, and he trained me well to keep my mouth shut, to not have loose lips. I told him everything that Biden's top security guy told me because he was braggadocious, and he lied to me, and he told me that all the security teams worked together. So I thought that was true, and that sounded good from being a non-military person, being a woman in America that believes in the American dream, but have been struggling my whole life, being broke my whole life. And when I started getting successful, these rich people tried to get me to join their cult, wouldn't explain what the Illuminati was to me. I told them that is the definition of a cult. No thanks, leave me alone. And they kept bothering me. And then they realized that I wouldn't ever join their cult. So then they just paid to have me killed. That's when the military stepped in and said, nope, Aaron, has been good. She didn't do anything wrong. They evaluated me, analyzed me off-grid for two months, looked at all of my tech, and decided to help me. They didn't have to do that. That is what I call my warriors of light. And they've paid attention to my tech over the last three years. We're two weeks away. If not sooner, two weeks away from what the Lord revealed to me <clears throat> will be my reunion to my husband because I have the gift of vision. And I told him in 2020 when I first met him on Veterans Day, I had this vision from the Holy Spirit while I was on my phone with my angel, while I was stuck in safe housing in a state that wasn't my residency because of the pandemic, because this Illuminati caused division between me and my family member. And then I was stuck in a state that wasn't my residency. And then I lost my job because rich people decided not to get COVID tested when they were traveling when they weren't supposed to during Biden's travel restriction timing. There was a lot of division in America. A lot of people weren't believing that COVID was a real thing. It was a real thing that evil dark people created biological warfare in dark laboratories in the pharmaceutical industry and killed anybody that spoke the truth about it. That was during the beast's reign. 42 months the beast was allowed to have reign on the earth. 42 months was up this last June. So now the Lord's warriors of light all over the world are releasing in their perfect timing the evidence slowly. Not too slow, not too fast, just right in the Lord's timing. 
to prove it to be true. And uh, I've had to deal with the fact that my technologies would be hacked into. I would be kicked off of social media at random times. My email accounts would get locked up at different times. I've reported to the FBI multiple times, but not every time because it's happened so many times in the last three years. I've lost track and it's been a waste of time and energy. It would be a full-time job just reporting all the crimes that have occurred to me in the last three years. And it's okay. It's okay because the Lord has taught me how to channel my anger and to keep my cool. And that is what my hero of 2020 told me I needed to work on. I got the best security detail protections. I got the best off-grid training from the best of the best military people that love families, that respect the family unit, that respect all belief systems that don't try to harm the children of the world and are not involved in any way with trafficking of human beings and slavery of any humans. And these evil people are trying their best to create fake media because when Obama got in office, there was laws that were changed to allow for fake media to be legally released in America. You have to understand. America was different before Obama got into office. And we're going to be changing a lot of those laws back to protect the people. There are 350 million Americans and a bunch of illegals totaling 15 states that should not be in America. My body, his temple. The pandemic with the forced jab, many people are starting to get diagnosed with conditions that they never had issues with before because it has been the plan of the enemy that decided to separate from the Father at the beginning of time because he thought he didn't need the Lord above all lords. And so a lot of people are going to be dying a lot sooner based on believing in the lies of the leadership that was in power in 2020. It is very unfortunate, but it has been the plans since the 50s. It has been the plans for 1,600 years. The plans of the enemy reign true. He is called the deceiver. He is called the liar. And he loves to cause division in families, in organizations, in businesses, in nations. He loves to cause wars. What remains true, what remains hopeful, no matter what, no matter what language you speak, is that my body is his temple. And you can choose that. You can choose to have the Lord above all lords, the creator of the universe, live and breathe within you. That means you have to give up things that are worldly. That means you have to take time away from the addiction of the smart devices. That means you have to say no to business deals that require you to work overtime and don't compensate you for being away from your family. 
That means you have to decide truly what's most important in life and cut anything out that is in alignment with that and to prepare for possible speed bumps in your life, distractions in your life. If you're a married person, prepare that there might be a woman or a man or a they them there that comes in from the deceiver, from spiritual warfare assigned to separate you from your spouse. You get to choose if you're going to be infidelitous and not be honorable or if you're going to stand by your spouse even when they're struggling. Now I've already vocally admitted in the last year and a half being forced to separate from my husband that it was very confusing and that I dated people because he told me he wanted a divorce seven times even before we got married. I don't think he really married me to marry me for love. I think it was all a part of this game for the three-year contest. He was assigned to marry me. I have no idea. But I do know that he told me he wanted a divorce and I had to move out of our house. The house that I told him I didn't want to move to. I moved my bed there that I paid. I lost all of my memorabilia boxes that were in our storage unit. He told me I lost everything. When Biden told his team, told my business partner to disassociate from me for a year and then used her because they couldn't find my husband and me after they lied about everything, caused division in my relationship, my business relationship, and then caused division in my marriage. My husband's boys told me I had to leave the house, otherwise we both would have been killed. That's the level of deceit in America. So I had dated people, tried my best to move on in life. I tried to look into becoming a foster parent, but because he never divorced me and took me to court and just erased the record of our marriage, which is illegal, I couldn't become a foster parent. He fucked up my whole future because of his choices, because his boys were mad at my former friend of seven years for something that she did. When they didn't train her what not to say. They didn't train me. Any military years of experience. Decades of experience. I was fighting against 18,250 men and five women. That were paid over a billion dollars to damage my reputation. And 14,407 people were paid to have me killed. Over the last three years. And nobody told me there was any contract. I've had to deal with a bunch of liars and deceivers in our military that are paid very well to tell all kinds of stories because they look for the worst in people because they protect America. I've had to fight against these kinds of people to choose love. And I chose to marry the man that worked the hardest, that was the humblest, because he asked me to, and I fell in love with him. And then his boys said, nope, she's a traitor. So he had my ass kicked out of our house. I had to start over everything. That is mafia, motherfuckers. Biden, you're a terrible leader. You've caused America to be a shithole. You've caused division in every single level of leadership. 
it's time for a woman to get in office after Trump gets back. He's going to finish his term. There will be a woman in office because it has been families that have been damaged because of your penises, your small penises and your big egos. The Lord has had enough. A lot of people are going to die in my lifetime. That's what the Lord told me. A lot of people are going to die. I've had to deal with a bunch of egotistical men that are so stressed, focused on their own money, their own power, their own influence. They forgot what's most important. I married a good man. I married a man that chose to have one outfit when he protected me for two months off grid. He chose to simplify his life to be as close to how Jesus lived on the earth as possible. We made a commitment to each other and it was his team, his military team that made poor decisions to separate us for the last year and a half for nothing. All because Biden is a big fat liar. They knew I had the sheriff's report, but I had to wait because they had other things and I respect their military intelligence. It's been very frustrating. It's been beyond any level of any conscious person's ability to stay sane. That's what it means to have my body be the temple for the Lord. It's been very frustrating. But I trust my husband. So if he chooses not to honor our commitment to each other before the Lord, that's his choice. That's his damn choice. He has two weeks. But he will fucking kiss me. And if he doesn't, that's his choice too. It is what it is. I've had to deal with a bunch of men. It's been very annoying. Now, I love all these men, but I'm very frustrated at all of these men. All of them. The entire Blackwater alumni group that our government says is defunded. They're not. And that is why they were so scared that I married my husband because they all committed treason on Biden's team. And they were very surprised and shocked that I would choose to marry him. Why not? Why wouldn't I? He chose to cover and protect me. He asked to retire in Deuteronomy 24.5 states that a man should not be, I'm paraphrasing it, a man should not be sent to war in the first year of his marriage. His assignment is to keep his wife happy. Now he told me he was quitting the group. I said, what group? You told me you're not a part of any group. He said, I can't tell you what I'm a part of. I said, I understand. If you want to quit your group, that's your choice, but don't quit your friends. I had no idea what group he was trying to quit. He asked to retire. He told me the guys have let me retire. And then my former business partner calls out of the blue like the next day or two days later. And someone on Biden's team decided to trace the phone call. They probably recorded the call, tried to get information off of my husband, but he trained me well and I'm protective of my husband. He comes second after the Lord above all lords. I quickly changed the subject to the man that she knew exactly about because I lived with my former business partner when I rehabilitated from homelessness. I lived and slept on her couch and paid her $400 of rent. That's the level of friendship she believed I deserved. 
to pay her rent. She was focused on money. She didn't have a relationship with the Lord. It was what it was. I was grateful to not have to sleep in my car. In the middle of January through June 2023, excuse me, 2021, I left for a couple months to stay at an Airbnb because her dogs were frightening me. Her one dog, I should say, an Akita wolf um, hybrid. The other dog, Leo, was cool. He was protective of me, but the other one had a real loud growl. And I had to deal with it every morning in order to walk around this U-shaped thing to get to the bathroom. It was causing cortisol to be released in my body. Not healthy. That increases your likeliness of dementia and Alzheimer's. I've had to deal with a bunch of bullshit situations being broke off my ass because they blocked me from making money for three years in order to trace all of these evil poisonous people that have infiltrated our American government, our military, businesses, and they saw how easily people could be bought out in America. It's been very frustrating. But if it would be easy, as Mr. Krauss would tell us in high school, before all of our contests, we took first and everything, except for one time we took second. We got to tour around the whole United States. He would always say things to us. If it would be easy, it wouldn't be worth it. We competed against top-level musicians. We were doing college-level and above college level professional music in high school. I was in an elite after school music program that shaped my foundation. I got to spend three years of my life with this man and he exposed us to top level Grammy award winning composers and choreographers and he raised the standards of us in high school when I had first been diagnosed with something that caused me to have suicidal ideations. But when I, before I met, before I joined his group, when I spent three years with this man and the community he had created, the purpose of us performing, I never once had any self-harm thoughts. Those are the kinds of organizations that we need to highlight and encourage for schools uh, to start their own planted programs similar to they don't have to have the same name as his otherwise they need to pay him royalties because he owns that and everybody knows that I had the top level security person as a part of my therapy group of the second uh, time we executed this style of therapy called rich happy therapy he got to meet Mr. Krauss the president of the defunded Blackwater alumni group got to meet my high school choir teacher my hero and his daughter that was why he decided to take the payment from this woman from the deep state Illuminati that had paid him any amount I imagine to have me killed because I was added to a competition and I said the name of Jesus Christ as whom I choose to worship and she couldn't come near me so they made the executive decision to just have me killed and cut me out of the contest. But this man on Biden's team chose to send me on purpose to Trump's team. They are heroes. And they threatened, I imagine, this man's life six months later. Paid him a lot to ruin my reputation. They judged me based on my current bank account level. I've had to deal with a bunch of liars that are veterans and first responders. 
government leaders, powerful people in the music industry and pharmaceutical industry. I've had to deal with the richest of the richest people that tried to have me killed, ruin my reputation, ruin everything apart my life. And not just ruin my technologies, but hack into all of my associations over the last three years. I'm going to be very rich and all of my friends are going to be very rich for the rest of our lives. And everyone will sign paperwork stating that they won't get stupid with their money and break laws. The white hats, the good military that don't like all the poison that has been the traitors that have been paid out to get into America to steal from the poor, uh, they represent President Trump. They know the truth. And there are some people that are on the Democratic Party that are good. He, as he stated a couple weeks ago, I seen a video, he said, I'm the president of all citizens, of all political parties. We need good representation on all political parties. It has been those rich people that have tried to polarize me and force me to pick sides. I haven't been able to vote in America. I can't remember the last time I voted. And it is 2023, people. Not because I chose not to and chose to be lazy. No. Because I've been forced to change addresses so many times from rich people stealing from the poor and trying to have me killed in America. That's what women have to deal with while also dealing with being sexualized and having our reputations on the line from people that get paid to ruin and hack into our devices and just ruin our reputations. I married a good man that covered and protected me that didn't need to be involved in any of the bullshit. Biden's team sent him on purpose, asked him, requested his assistance when they could have handled it themselves. But they tried to use me as a spy, a bunch of liars. A lot of those people are going to be killed and I'm not going to cry about it. That's the level of training they all turned me into. A sociopathic killer just like them. Oh, are you sad about that? Does that make you frustrated? That I might say something like that? Well, get over it. The Lord uses all things. There are no rules in love and war. Now, I choose love. But the Lord fights my battles for me. And if he tells me not to cry over somebody's death, then I'm not gonna. Because I've cried enough over the last three years and we're two weeks away from y'all fixing your bullshit. None of my friends that know the bits and pieces of truth that I've known for decades want to reach out to me at all. That's how afraid they are of what's happened to me. You're going to fix the bullshit. You're going to fix what you've caused, what you've allowed to get into America. A lot of these organizations are going to go broke. I can't wait. I can't wait. Erin Nicole Ministries is the kidneys of the world as far as finances are concerned. I represent all veteran spouses that have had to deal with bullshit. I represent all the families that you've stolen from. When I stand up for me, I stand up for all people that have depression, that know someone that has depression, and that have been impacted from the shutdown. Guess what? That's everybody in the world. It's a big responsibility. 
big responsibility. I continue being myself. And the Lord continues to elevate me to positions of authority. That means that I need to continue being an example of how Jesus lived in this world. And he said that we needed, he told a rich man, he said, drop all your possessions, give it all up and follow me. And that man knew how hard it was going to be for him to let go of all the things he was used to. He didn't want to let go of it. It will be very difficult for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. But it is possible. There was a Roman centurion that his uh, daughter, I believe, was either deathly ill or she had died. And he said, if you, he spoke to Jesus directly. He said, I am a man of war. I lead people. I tell them, I direct them, and they do what I tell them to do. He was a very confident leader. He said, if you tell me that my daughter is healed, I know it will be done. And he said, wow, your level of faith surprises me. I'm paraphrasing what Jesus said. He said uh, that he liked his level of faith and he healed his daughter because of his level of faith. So I tell you this. I'm in the bloodline of King David who slayed Goliath. Jesus came through that bloodline. If you believe that the Lord above all lords can turn your situation no matter how bad it is for you, you need to speak it aloud and you need to tell him no matter how bad your circumstances are that he's going to turn it around for your good according to his glory. But you need to give him honor and glory after he turns it around. Don't forget about him like the nine lepers. There was only one leper out of ten. He healed instantly ten people that had leprosy. He said go and talk to the spiritual advisors because those were the people that checked people's skin conditions. It wasn't doctors. No, it was the spiritual leaders that told people whether they were clean or not. He instantly healed people of a, of a death sentence. Ten people. And only one of them came back and thanked him. He said, where are the rest of the nine? Many people choose not to be grateful for what they have. You will receive more in life if you choose to be grateful. That's what I have done my whole life, and there have been times where I've been very cranky. It gets a lot for me to get upset. It gets a lot. It takes a lot for me to get to a point of frustration, and I've had nonstop chronic stress over the last three years. It's been the worst contest ever because there's been no relief. There's been no justice. I know the Lord fights my battles for me, but no one told me there was a three-year contract to steal from me, to block me from making money, to sexualize me, to try to turn me into a prostitute as a Christian woman in America, denied me of all my religious freedoms, denied me of all of my rights, and told everybody that I was suicidal and mentally insane so that no one would want to work with me. It's been beyond taxing. That is why I won't cry for any of these people. It will be destroyed, completely obliterated off the face of the earth with 100 generations of their family history, completely obliterated off the face of the earth. We all have one life to live. Nobody knows the number of days you get to live. And the Lord allows us free will to choose how we live in this world. I will be known when I die as a woman that loved all people. I will be known when I die as a woman that was kind to people no matter how much money they had or how little they had, no matter how smart I thought they were or how dumb I thought they were. I try my best to be kind to people where they are at. I don't try to change anybody's belief system. I don't try to change anybody's behavior. The only reason why I might try to cause and persuade someone to do something is if I see something within them that's possible, 
as leaders do. And I'm good at connecting people. If I see someone that's a little bit socially anxious, but I know they've asked me for something or they've asked me to pray for something for them to improve in their circumstances, and I have a connection that can help them with that, I am a connector. I bring people together. That is a wholesome good thing from the Father. So I will do that even if they say, ah, I'm a little nervous or hesitant to talk with them. Then I set them up. I tee them up for success. Our social interactions, our um, relationships with people make or break our depression. It either makes it worse or makes it better. If you choose to isolate, not good. If you choose to hang around a bunch of depressed people, it magnifies your problems. You need to be very selective and intentional with who you choose to allocate your time towards. You can have different buckets of categories of friends that you hang out with for different purposes, different reasons, and you can set time limits and boundaries. You can also have time limits and boundaries for your alone time. I need, for me, I need a lot of alone time. I am what's called an ambivert. I am not an introvert. I am not an extrovert. I need quality time by myself with my Savior. Because I never know when he's going to give me a song idea or therapy idea. And I need to praise him because it takes a lot out of me when I give of my energy and my love to other people. It's extremely draining. I've had to learn that in 37 plus years of my life. I've had to learn. I was, when I was a child, I was very anxious and mute. I didn't talk to anybody, so I just went wherever my parents told me I was going to go. And I was sexually abused for four years in the household, from three to seven years old, from my sibling that I should have been protected from. So I've had to learn to unlearn that certain behaviors were acceptable in private, in hiding. And then I've had to learn as an adult that there are people that are profiting off of this in the world. It's the largest profitable business in the world. It's not a legitimate business. That's why they do it in private and secret. That's why they pay a lot of first responders. That's why they pay a lot of the CPS workers, or in my county, DHS workers, to traffic children. How do I know that? I heard from an adult woman that was crying last week when she thought she was going to lose her kids to DHS, and she said out loud while I was shadowing a police officer all day. I was with him for 12 hours. Great Great officer, great experience. And this parent was afraid for her life, for her children to be taken away from her. And she said she was trafficked herself. I believe people when they tell me the first time. I don't believe people tell stories just to cry. But I haven't been an investigator or a person in a first responder space. So I trust and I lean on others that have more experiences. I have the gift of intuition. I have the gift where I can sense people in their truths. But even I have weaknesses and I've learned that the enemy is very powerful. It's a very powerful deceiver. And we are in the end times. So that means that I have to spend time alone with him and learn to slow down my pace. That is what my hero of 2020 trained me on. To not go so fast that I might cause myself to get in a situation where I might become harmed. There is a lot of responsibility when you are in a position where you're responsible for everyone with depression to help them not give up their lives. That means there will be people that give up their lives. That is a part of the plans of the world. 
So I've had to learn that I'm not going to make promises of keeping everybody alive. I can't be responsible for everyone's life, but I am responsible for how we change the laws protecting people with depression. I am responsible for teaching my therapies that the Lord gifts me and executing them and getting them properly white paper researched. But I've had to deal with a bunch of rich people that have just tried to have me disappeared after they tried to have me join their cult. Nothing can be stolen from a child of the Most High King without his permission. Everything will be repaid times 10. Restitution. There's a huge financial discrepancy between our two political powers in my government, in our politics. And I saw a very powerful video from uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. His social media team put it together maybe a couple of weeks ago. And they showed the financial discrepancy is 75-25. Huge discrepancy. Why is there such a huge discrepancy? Everyone in the world knows. One of those political powers has been bought out. A lot of their people, deep state members, a lot of their people, Illuminati members. The Lord reveals these powerful leaders to my name in my visions and my dreams. Sometimes during the daytime, sometimes in my sleep, wakes me up. That's how I knew about Jamie Foxx. Now he was advertised on Fox News. Fox News has a lot of Illuminati members. The Lord reveals these people to me. And as I am confident in these visions that the spirit of Joan of Arc uh, lives and breathes within me, so it's similar to, if you don't know her story, read her story, you can't explain how the Lord above all lords operates. He doesn't operate the same time every time. That is the beautiful thing about the creator of the universe. He reveals these evil people to me because it says in the scriptures, um, in Psalms, very specifically, those who stay close to him, he reveals himself. He reveals the truth to those of whom he trusts. That is why I have to spend a lot of alone time with him to replenish the powers that have been drained from me. You hear Joyce Myers speak about that a lot as well. But the last three years has been extremely isolating for me beyond what anybody would call PTSD. Anytime these people want they listening in on my prayers. They found me housing based on my prayers without using the device because they had access to listen in to my spyware devices at any time. They found me housing and then they paid this woman to break into my room when I was at work because in the beginning she was very nice. They're overly nice. And I started hanging out a couple times with my roommate and we went out and they showed me, you know, the town and whatnot. Very nice person very awake, very huge Trump supporter, and very huge, um, just good patriot, true patriot. And he revealed to me, she was asking a lot of questions about me when I wasn't there. So he started tightening up his shit because he knew that I was good. He doesn't live there anymore. I know she was paid. 
I know because my room was open three times, three separate times when I was security for the Oak Grove Gaming and Racing Place. That was my first job I had when I first moved in. I've had to change jobs because of the harassment I have received from these deep state Illuminati members that have on purpose sent people to my jobs to try and get intel off of me. Bad actors. I've just tried to be obedient to what the Lord has called me to do, which is to help people with depression. And I was able to save one of my co-workers from killing himself. That night, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you need to invite him to be one of your board members. And I did. I didn't want him to feel like I was singling him out. So I had told him that I was starting a program for all of my employees and I was going to offer it on my day off. And he was excited about it. He told me he was not getting good sleep and he had been dealing with two to three hours of sleep for seven years. And he was a veteran. And I told him, you need to fire your doctors. And he said, I have. <laughs> so he knew I was good and trustworthy. And then, um, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that was nice. I was just waving to my neighbor and they're checking in on me. Uh, the Holy Spirit nudged me and said, he's going to harm himself tonight. I said, Father, I barely know this man. He said, do it. Do it now. So I did. I said, hey, I know you got a lot going on. He was working there and he worked full time for another company. He was working there on the weekends. So he was working every day and dealing with three to four hours of sleep every night. And those of you in the military, you know, sleep deprivation, not good for your mental health. So he told me no, that he had too much going on. I said, I know you got too much going on. But I said, don't, don't feel like you have to decide right now. Just let me know next week. The reason why I said that was very strategic. My advisor told me something similar in my undergrad when I was dealing with PTSD. Gave me a reason to check in with her. She said two weeks because I wanted to quit school, quit life after I'd been raped in college. So I gave him a week. I said, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get everybody um, from different departments. So you'd be, want, you'd be representing, you know, your gaming department, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right. He knew I wasn't trying to be too pushy, but just pushy enough, right? I'm a persuasive person. And I trusted what the Lord had told me. Then by the end of that week, I had gotten representatives from every single department because I was security and we made our rounds around the whole place and I talked with people and I just asked people. I had two C-level executives that were excited. One of them I did my orientation with that came from the Northwest and he was the head of the food and beverages department and he said, Aaron, not only am I excited for what you're offering, but I also have another executive in mind that I would like to add to the board if that's all right with you. I said, absolutely. The reason why I had the board of different representatives from each department was to keep me accountable and I said and I got to meet with the general manager of our location and one of the ladies in HR there was two ladies and there was a gentleman it was just one of the ladies and they said well um we're, we have some concerns that you don't have a license in therapy I said I understand that I said I'd be happy to connect you with my former boss when I worked in a psychiatric hospital I had been awarded a promotion I created five alternative therapies in 12 months I said I'm very good with providing help to people. I would like to do this on my day off as a free service. I said, but I've been dealing with a lot of cyber attacks. I've been in a three-year contest and we're, you know, a certain amount of time away from me winning global ambassador for mental health in the world. I was very confident about it. I was very truthful and honest. 
And I told them, I said, I'm not looking for anything other than just if it's successful that you guys would write me an honest testimonial proving that I've done this in the workplace for free. This will add value. He said, we already have an organization we pay that's providing something similar to this. I said, okay, well, this could be in supplementation for or it could replace and save you some money. It's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. I'm offering a free service on my day off. This will give me a reason to work harder at my job. And it will get people a reason to show up to work. They will be provided during their working hours. They could choose. They had two 15-minute breaks and a 30-minute on their shifts. State law. So I was offering a 10-minute positive coaching session called Work Happier. I said we would do this completely on paper. It would be unbiased. And I wouldn't reveal anything from them that would, you know, Unless, unless it would be a conflict where they were exhibiting self-harm to themselves or others. Similar to any therapy. But I wouldn't call it therapy. I said it'd be coaching, right? That's how we get around the legal jargon. And so the GM said, okay, um, let us talk with corporate. I have to send it up the chain of command. There was, I think, 17 locations or so that were a part of the chain of command. Then I went on LinkedIn and I started messaging these people to connect with them. I didn't say why I was connecting with them. I just reached out to connect with them. But people committed espionage in my tech. I submitted a request for copyright to the United States Copyright Government Organization. I paid for my copyright. They, on purpose, blocked it because there's a contract that the Blackwater Alumni Group that protects all presidents, they signed a contract with the Illuminati to block me from having any business deals, to block me from protecting any of my IP, which is against the law. And they tried to cover up their trail by erasing that fact. Then I get an email a couple months ago stating, they, after I revealed it, revealed the truth for the first time on my podcast episode, because all the spies listen in on my tag and they're like, oh shit, we got to cover it up, fix our trail, fix our trail. So then they released an email stating that I had 45 days to respond and that I needed to give them more information in order to receive my copyright. Nope, motherfuckers, you fucked up. You got caught. I don't need to give you any evidence. I submitted it as is. I submitted the document to be copyrighted to protect my intellectual property. And you sent FBI agents to my work to try and get information off of me for no reason other than just to bother me. Because you've tried to use me as a spy. Both political parties have tried it for three years. Enough is enough. And in that document, I had submitted on my own device. I stupidly added the general manager's name. And that is how they found my location. The people that look out for me, my warriors of light, they blocked the document from being uploaded. I had to ask the people how I can convert the file in order to submit it. They tried to protect me in my job. I didn't know. They couldn't tell me what they were doing because they couldn't involve me in any of it. I've had to deal with a bunch of bullshit over the last three years, and we got two weeks left. Full restitution, motherfuckers. Full restitution. Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy? I think that's his name. Darren something was the general manager. Nice fella. Nice fella. I think people reached out to him and told him I was mentally insane. And either hacked into his email device or had him email me on my 
business email account. He'd never responded to me on my work email. People assume the worst in you. That's what I've learned my whole life. I've had people assume the worst in me from my family all the way out, everywhere. But my hero of 2020 assumed the best in me. That's why I married him last year. He had to deal with the organization that he tried to retire from, though. And they are a cult in themselves. They forced him into slavery and wouldn't let him retire. That's against American laws. And they try to cover it up. Nobody can trust the government. Nobody. That's what he told me. You can't trust the government. I said, you, you work in the government. He's like, you can't trust the government. They're evil. That's what the Bible says. Not to trust the government. Jesus didn't trust the government. He didn't even believe in paying taxes, but he did it anyway. And he pulled the drachma or had the guy pull the drachma, the two Bitcoin or whatever, out of the fish's mouth. He desired for people to live an abundant, joyful life, to keep their life simple, and to spend quality time with people, to worship the Lord above all lords, and to be servant leaders, to wash people's feet. That is what the Messiah did for us. He showed us servant leadership. That is what our military does. Our U.S. military is Christian-based military allowing you the free will to choose your religion based on protecting your religious freedoms because of the tyranny of England requiring us to be indentured servants when we first came to America. And what I found out recently in the last few weeks is that President Trump helped us to really be free. They have been charging taxes to American citizens since we got into America without telling us all kinds of illegal things the government has been doing, profiting off of our social security numbers. The Lord has used President Trump, his business powers and progress, his connections, and he's used me. I don't pick political parties. I pick people that the Lord tells me to pick. I'm voting for Trump. As soon as I'm reconnected to my husband, I will register with our physical address and if anybody tries to harm my husband and me the second time around with all the contracts signed with the entire military protecting us they will have to deal with the entire fucking military the most fierce trained assassins that are friends with all the top trained assassins of the world nobody's gonna fuck with me ever again or any veteran spouse I've had to deal with a bunch of bullshit so that you don't ever have to deal with this I can't wait Two weeks, motherfuckers. Two weeks. I'm working. I'm trying my best to not curse anymore. But you got to have some language. You got to have some of it if you're in the military or if you're a veteran spouse. People don't listen to you if they think you're just fake. If they think you're just one of those politicians on the screen. People will wait. They'll save your video for 17 years and then they'll release if you change your mind on anything you say. So you got to be careful what you say when you say it. I am myself all the time. And I'm going to grow into a more confident, loving person. But I've had to deal with a bunch of evil, nasty people that haven't allowed me to be myself. They, in fact, have forced me into prostitution in America. A Christian minister. But uh, we're going to forgive all their nastiness and all the money they made. Because they're going to pay me back times ten. <sighs> patience is a virtue. And by my 40th birthday, my husband and I will be giving 90% of our income away to keep us humble, 
to keep us as role model examples. To show everybody that you can have an outstanding, abundant, joyful life. That the Lord allows you to design if you keep him first place. So if you desire to have a personal relationship with him, you could do that at any time. You can't buy it. You can't earn it through good works or deeds. Um, He gives it freely to those who believe in him and confess that they need him in their lives and confess that they make mistakes, but that they ask him for forgiveness. So if you haven't done it yet, there's no time like the present. Please repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. Father, I know that I'm a sinner. I don't desire to continue walking in darkness. Please come into my heart and reveal to me when I make mistakes. Show me ways to choose love, to choose your love, Father. Thank you for this gift of salvation. I receive it. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church. You want to keep God first place. Father, anything else you'd like me to add? Okay. He wants any exercise machines of any stature, of any status, of any weight. Brand new. Slightly used. Or... Uh, like non-mechanical, non-battery operated, you know, like bands and weighted balls and things like that to be shipped to Venezuela and I might be pronouncing it wrong, wrong uh, Uruguay, Uruguay, okay, for the U.S. military personnel and Persons helping those that are victims of sex crimes and being trafficked to help build their resiliency muscles. <clears throat> Whatever you can afford, send it in their direction. Look, look for their addresses online. You can call the embassies um, or look them up online to verify their addresses and... Um, Anything else, Father? Put a note in the box or in the package that Aaron Nicole Ministries asked you to send it. And put a note in there letting them know that you are praying for them and their families and that they're not alone. Anything else, Father? Okay, if you'd like to donate any amount, you can donate to Erin Nicole Ministries going on our website. You can donate any amount, um, and we thank you. We uh, appreciate any donations. ErinNicoleMinistries.org. It is E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S.org. Thank you very much, and... Uh, Anything else, Father? Philippians 4.3 
Colossians 2, 8 and 9. 1 Corinthians 4, 13 through, set, through 18. Deuteronomy 29, 3 through 11. Jeremiah 19, 5 through 12, 5 through 14. Jonah, chapter 2 and 3. Revelation 13, 7 through 16, 7 through 19. All right, he says, sing it with some power. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.